mature audience history podcast, Dark Histories, True Crime, Salacious Stories by historians for your R-rated educational intellect. This is Grim Kiv. <laughs> the gift of Grim, motherfucker, in the Yuletide season of family and giving this holiday season with the ones you love, sugar plum motherfuckers and chestnuts, have Santa Claus bring to every one of those beautiful motherfuckers who you love the gift of a grim Patreon. Do you know what the Christmas season gift of a grim podcast Patreon gives to a loved one? Your generous donation of a buck or two, 25 cents, a nickel helps keep the lights on up this motherfucker. It's the giving season. 12 or 25 cents, not only will fill a motherfucker's heart full of joy and help us to bring more of this free content to you that we work so hard to bring, but we'll open all of our grim archived back episodes, a bunch of interviews from the United Kingdom that I've done. We're fun and a hell of a time finding the time to edit because we've got to have these actual jobs that we do to keep the lights on and your pennies and dimes can help find an editor for us for that and some very sporadic meet and greet, grab beers with us sort of thing with all of us from the show together with us, with you. Gift your support of the show to someone you love for Christmas. We do put an incredible amount of time and resources into the show. Brittany and myself and Ted, cast of a dozen recurring professionals, master's degrees and PhDs, mostly none of whom gets paid a penny. Your generous donation of <laughs> any the fuck thing at all helps immensely all bullshit aside does help like you can't imagine anything a buck or three cents gift your support of the show to someone you love for christmas any kind generosity of friendship towards the show toward us we cannot thank you enough for patreon.com backslash grim philly just visit patreon.com backslash grim philly that's patreon Dot com backslash grim philly let's talk about rasputin's murder finally ted <laughs> this is what you've all been waiting for right. and the moment we've all been waiting for the death of rasputin the murder the murder right. yes the multifaceted if at first murder. you don't succeed try try, try, try and try, try again, again. <laughs> He survived other assassination attempts, too. A woman pulled a gun on him and decided she couldn't use it. He used to stare at people like 30 seconds. I guess he stared in her eyes. And she was like, oh, you're a pious man. I can't do it. Didn't he look like Alice Cooper, though, with gothic black eyeliner? I don't know about that, but he, he did have these. Dirt. Like these. And dirt. <laughs> a little grease. His eyes were sullen, like sunken in almost. Right. It was a little yeah. Alice Cooper eyeliner. Yeah, his photos, they're just, yeah. there's very different ones. Like, yeah. He kind of looks like Marilyn Manson. He's a little polished. Very there. goth with yeah. a cross. All dressed in black. Yeah, the long beard. Eyeliner. And did we say last time his height that he wasn't really that tall? Or? It's disputed. It's generally accepted that he was, I think Brittany said. He's like around six feet tall, but regardless. Nikki said in private, oh, who's going to take words from a shrimp? Because he was very short. I think he was like 5'7". I mean, he's not as short as like, say, Hitler and Mussolini. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't know about those guys because mm -hmm. they didn't come around yeah. yet. Napoleon. I was just saying Napoleon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But even Napoleon wasn't that short. Yeah. But he was pretty. He was, he was short, but he, he was bigger than Nikki. True. Murder. So 
Rasputin becomes a sort of scapegoat. And as the war goes really bad, the Germans are just rolling all up over the Russians. On top of that, you look at all the Russian revolutionaries previously who had been exiled, and Lenin comes to mind in particular. He's in hiding in exile in Switzerland. The Russians are like, dude, <laughs> you want the same thing we want. You want to be in charge. You don't want to be at war with us. Here's $10 million, put you in a sealed train, and put Go you back. back in Russia. You could fuck a lot of shit up with $10 million. I don't think he'd have been able to fight the entire Russian army with $10 million, but shit is in disarray. And there's a lot of people deserting because they just cannot hold their ground against the Germans. So people are deserting and there's riots. The Germans, one of the strategies of the Germans was to rip up all of the rail lines to prevent food from getting into the cities. And people were fucking starving starving people don't give a fuck about your war. They care about bread on the table. So people are rioting and the police in Petrograd were, they were doing their job. They weren't rebellious. But once all of these deserters come back in, there's a million and a half deserters. You'd never had this many people discontent with the empire with guns that show up in cities. They're told to fire on protesters. And the very next day, what happens is the army joins the protest. There's deserters, but then there's actual army brought in to try to put the riots down because the police can't handle it themselves. Well, once even the people that weren't deserters show up, they're like, fuck, we just shot people that were starving. Those people were just like us. And they wrap red ribbons around their guns the very next day and join the rioters and the police just go into hiding and it goes south from there. So it's in this that Rasputin is really kind of scapegoated by the upper class. Dmitri, the first cousin of the Tsar, is even in on it with Prince Felix Yusupov. So Yusupov is the main conspirator. He's the wealthiest guy that is in Russia. He's got like 37 estates. Befriends Rasputin for the sole purpose of killing him, but befriends him and invites him over to Yusupov Palace. I believe he has like three different estates that are in Petersburg itself. Petrograd, we're calling it now, but it comes back to his palace with him. And actually, a kind of a funny story is that they are such socialites, these elite members of Petersburg society, Petrograd society, that believe it was Dmitri had to fit it into his social schedule when they could kill Rasputin because he had shit going on. <laughs> so guy. in his planner, <laughs> this is when I'm free. This is when he'll die the day I'm free. They invite him over like at midnight. And one of the theories is too, that's come out a little bit more recently is because like you said, Casey, he's bisexual because he's married. His wife is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. He's married to a beautiful, wealthy woman. And he's bisexual, very famously bisexual. And used to wear his mom's jewelry when he was a kid and make all of the, like literally like servants of the house, watch him and play dress up and gowns and shit like that. And it's theorized that he may have hit on Rasputin thinking, well, you just fuck everything that moves. <laughs> fuck me <laughs> and Rasputin was like I might be okay with gay people now I wasn't before now I am but it doesn't mean that I am gay just because I'm okay with it doesn't mean I am and it may have been he was mad about that possibly anyway it's speculated by some historians today that it may have motivated him in a secondary sort of way but the primary motivation would have been take this guy out who rumor has it is an agent of the Germans when you look at the Germans actually and you go into the Berlin 
archives, they were trying to figure out like where are his allegiances? Does he have any? Is he up to the highest bidder? Is he against the war? Is he for the war? How do we get in touch with him? And they never were able to, but they were trying to, and he was clearly not an agent of the Germans, nor would he have been had they actually gotten in touch with him. But he's believed to be a spy, as is Alexandra. And some of the more far out plots were to overthrow Nicholas altogether, or short of that, kill the Tsarina also, in addition to Rasputin. But Rasputin had to go, a lot of people believed. So Yusupov lures him in to his palace into basically a room that had been like storage. It was underneath, it was in the basement and he clears this like storage area out where it's going to be private, sets it up as though it's like a living room in the basement, probably a hell of a lot nicer than my living room. It's in a grand palace, but he brings him downstairs and this is where it all happens. Ted, you have some information for us yes. about this. The story goes that he gives him cakes, little cakes, and they're supposed tea to be cakes, laced. Yeah. Tea cakes. Yeah. So they're supposed to be laced with a poison, I believe, cyanide, cyanide. I believe. Cyanide. And after eating so many cakes, there's no effect on him. There's no ill effect on Rasputin. <laughs> so now you're supposed to like, motherfucker, he's not dying. So now what do I do? So he goes up, meets with the other conspirators upstairs, and they give him a gun and say, go down and shoot him. So he goes back down. Don't never go in a basement with a Russian. No. <laughs> Gary Heidnick's basement, <laughs> Rasputin's basement, the Romanovs going to basement. Just, just don't just go stay, in basements. Stay out of yeah. basements with yeah. So he goes back down to the room and he shoots him in the back and he still doesn't die. Like he's hurt. And the only thing that we it have about like, this is the memoirs too. of the murderer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yusupov. I was and say, actually, wait, wait, keep going with the story. Okay. Yeah. And Yusupov says and he we'll... shot him in the heart, which is a lie. He didn't shoot him in the heart. No. I shot him in the heart. He didn't die. I shot him in the head. He didn't die. <laughs> we shot him in the back. He didn't, didn't die. die. He gave him cyanide. He didn't die. I was like, suffice to say, as you can probably already get He's coming idea. back. He was a zombie and shit. <laughs> he wanted to kill me. His eyes popped open. There's I the made him look at a cross of how first. he died, and then yeah. there's his actual death. Yeah. So right. What Ted's describing to you is, is the actual. It's Yusupov's story that yeah. he published in 1928 20. in his memoirs. But Do you also... know they hung out and played music downstairs? You guys read that? No. Before, I mean, oh. they had to hang out together. He was waiting for the poison to work. <laughs> He fed him these tea cakes. He fed him tea and cakes. Then he gave him the Madeira. The cool part was, though, after he shot Rasputin, the story, Rasputin grabs Yusupov by the throat and he says, quote, you bad boy. <laughs> like, That's like badass right there. You, you bad boy. Naughty boy. <laughs> Naughty, naughty. Boy. And he leaves. He leaves on his own. He runs he out the walks door. Out. Yeah, he just walks out the door. Well, through runs a out courtyard the door. that is now a kindergarten. It's so now Yusupov, who was initially flustered because he didn't die with the cakes. He's like, now what the fuck do I do? So he chases after him and he shoots him a couple more times. While he was waiting for him to die, they had instruments in the basement. They were playing instruments. I have for you guys. Uh oh. Uh oh. Visualize. <laughs> we'll tell you what. Traditional Russian music. Is this the reenactment? <laughs> this is traditional Russian music here. He's, this motherfucker, he's playing a saw. That's a, <laughs> the long saw that he's playing. Interesting. He's got a whole bunch of different, this is traditional Russian music. So they're playing this while they're going into Rasputin. Yes, picture Rasputin, they're trying to kill him. Running away. It's like a silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Then you got the accordion going. This is good shit, right? Joe, yeah. stop dancing. This is going to be my <laughs> ringtone. Joe's doing the uh, the Russian dance on his... This is good shit, right? <laughs> He's just, this motherfucker's just picking up all these different instruments. He's spoon man and shit. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Wow. That is talent right there. 
It took me a really long time to find this shit. <laughs> Alright, Brittany, fuck Mary Kill. The two guys it. in the video. <laughs> no. The accordion is a woman. Who would you rather the, kiss? Ted, Ted, the accordion player is a woman. Oh, well then we'll throw her in a mix. <laughs> she looked like a man. She looks like Brittany's a man. Brittany's free spirited. That's a saw. He's slapping a saw. That's a saw. He's playing it with a violin thing. <laughs> One more thing I got for you guys. <laughs> but you're, you're saying that they uh, picked no, 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 these no. instruments up and played them? They did. Just... There was a guitar there, actually. Okay. That's just traditional. Oh, they was, had a guitar. So and I was going to say, like, if they were playing the music in the background, like I'd love to visualize that that was what they were playing. Well, I have As a Russian guitar. Like, I do have a Russian the guitar story. player. They pick up the song. It might have sounded more like this. Somehow doubt it. It's good stuff. No. Like, I think I think this was Rasputin. <laughs> this is genuinely Rasputin here. He's singing and playing a guitar. <laughs> no, but you know that they actually were listening to Yankee Doodle play. You guys did read that, right? No, I no. did. No, yeah, I did. It, it had come out by obviously not Saturday Night Live Bill Murray, but a man named Bill Murray, an American obviously an American, in 1905. And this would have been the actual version that was playing in the murder room. They had this also playing too. And so I have found the 1905 version by Bill Murray of Yankee Doodle. 100 years old. It's good shit. This is gonna... This is it. Which one do we like better? I like the Russian guy. <laughs> Add some more authenticity to it. The guitar player? Yeah. I think it's the perfect ambiance for murder. <laughs> Who was the Yankee Doodle? Who was the Yankee Doodle Dandy? Was it Rasputin or was it Yusupov? I mean, Rasputin wasn't. I Rasputin. think it was Bill Murray. <laughs> Again, it could be like a silent movie. But it's not silent. Right. <laughs> it's got sound. That's true. <laughs> well, no, they played music during the silent movies. They did play music. But there was somebody in a silent movie theater that was playing a piano. Well, yeah. There was actual live people. <laughs> you shoot him. Shoot him like, fucker. <laughs> Running after him. All right, enough of that. So there's We're a dispute on how many times he's actually Brittany, shot. Brittany, every time you call, I'm going to set that as the ringtone. This is why we need to start having video evidence of these recordings as well, so we can start <laughs> our uh, silent movies. <laughs> Going along with the song. But so, even the, so according to the story, Ted, yeah, go on. They shoot him and there's a- Multiple times. Multiple times. They beat him up. They knock him out eventually. Finally does get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, they were supposed to beat him too. Yeah, they did really a really good job on him. Right. <laughs> and as he's knocked out, they wrap him up in a sheet or a carpet and then throw Throw him into the Neva River. The curtain. They'd rip one of the curtains off. Is that the beginning where it says curtain But I thought he ran outside and they chased them down. So there's yeah. already some. <laughs> They're grabbing anything out of the fucking house to try. It's like a Keystone Cop episode, basically. They have bungled this in oh my the worst God. kind of way. Oh, we can't actually cyanide the guy. Let's shoot him. 
Oh, he didn't die still. When his body is discovered three days later, they do an autopsy. And actually, you mentioned in the last episode that the Tsarina had his autopsy done, right? Calling I'm right. going to assume that because the they had his body, they have done that. They yeah. they right. they buried his body. Yeah, I was saying there was an autopsy. <clears throat> there was an autopsy. And the done. results weren't publicly made known for a really long time, which probably perpetuated this whole myth. That's Felix's going on. myth yeah. about it, and the fact that he, after the Russian Revolution, has to go into hiding and exile and needs to make money because they confiscate all his shit in Russia. So how can he make money? I'm the guy that killed Rasputin and his stories begin to get more and more outlandish with every retelling. Right, because the autopsy reports, they, they don't support any of this. No. no. Like at all. They, I think they to, said to hypothermia clear. was the initial one, the first what official are you? one. That's what they thought, but they... They yeah. said it wasn't they drowning because wasn't. they said no there was no water in the lungs. No water in the lungs. No smell of almonds. In no. The, yeah, in no the poisoning. No poison. Yeah, no poison. No drowning. Yeah. It concludes that he was just shot, shot in the head. head. Shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Powder burns yeah. on his face. Game over. That's it. And his body he was beat up but it wasn't beat up because they beat him it was because they dropped him off a bridge into yeah. a hole cut in the ice and then he was underneath of this icy river, right, river for, three three days. for three days December in Russia so. <laughs> they had to chisel the ice off of him to yeah. get the autopsy done plus he's in a block of ice for all this time yeah because it was December 29th to 30th 1916 or in the Russian, Russian old style camp, it's yeah. December 16th Seven, to 17th yeah. but I mean it's December in Russia so there's ice yeah. in the river a lot of ice <laughs> a lot of ice <laughs> The craziest thing to think about is that Nicholas had just celebrated the 300-year rule of the Romanov dynasty like a year before, going all over the empire and just basically surrounded by yes-men and not actually seeing what people believed and thought and how hungry or how much overworked that they may have been. Not only does the official autopsy reports discredit the whole story that Yusupov was talking about, also Rasputin's daughter. So we talked about how he had three surviving children. Well, one of his daughters, Maria, fled Russia after the revolution to France. And then from France, she made it over to the United States where she, side note, became a lion tamer in Mm -hmm. a circus, Mm -hmm. which just... Wonderful. Right. We obviously don't have time to get into no. that. But she literally <laughs> ran away to the circus or ran away literally. with the circus. So. Literal definition there. <laughs> but she wrote her own book in 1929 that basically condemns Yusupov's actions, questions its veracity, and she claims that Rasputin, her dad, didn't like sweets, so yeah, why would so he why be eating sweet yeah, cakes? He and, wasn't and, poisoned, yeah. Yeah, right. so all these things. So there are, right. obviously, even at the time before the autopsy reports are available, you have immediately Rasputin's own daughter being like, no, that doesn't sound right at but all. But she also needed to make money, too. Yeah. Right, because yeah. she's in the circus so yeah. you have <laughs> right. which is why which didn't pay very well you have right. all these kind of maybe she worked with Anton LaVey no, she- <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to have joined the circus and I mean the murder itself there's mixed reactions to the murder of yeah. Rasputin the elites for the most part seem happy they were there was elation yeah. there was general elation among the elites well the but, peasantry but is the peasantry, upset yeah. because he's That's peasant true. so yeah. there is mixed reactions in which most of the elites are like thank god he's gone but most of the peasants were like god damn one of these elites killed just another example of their disdain for us that they yes. get rid of. Yeah. So there is mixed one of us rose to the, the top, and, and it kind of goes back. Happens. And it kind of goes back to what happened in 1905 <laughs> with the Bloody Sunday. They shot a bunch of us. And now they shot because the peasants viewed him as their leader in the yeah. government, even though he had no official title. Right. He was one of them in the government, so maybe that was how they were represented. Now they got rid of him. They're like, now they're really going after us. Mm-hmm. A few intimate people. I mean, Rasputin's wife and children are not invited to his mm-hmm. funeral, and his two daughters were in town. Yeah, really? they're not invited. Yeah. They left without hmm. an invitation. Yeah, because he's buried on January 2nd. So and there was I mean, a lot of fear around that because one of the things that they were thinking about doing is should we send him back to his hometown in Siberia? And he was so hated by so many people 
the fear was that where the railroad car goes with his body, there could be riots. And even after his death and they bury him, he had laid the cornerstone in a church and they laid him there. Alexander really wanted him there. So she put him there. They had to have an armed guard 24 hours a day so that nobody disturbed his grave and dug him up. And to well, that, too. He, so after the czar abdicated, but before they're all murdered, murder. but after he abdicates in 1917, his body is exhumed and burned yeah, by the, the soldiers wounds, yeah. so that his grave wouldn't become a rallying point for imperial supporters. And even before that, common soldiers without a plan, just they didn't like him, dug him up and mutilated mm-hmm. his face mm-hmm. and his corpse. And then after that, the Bolsheviks, like you said, Brittany, dug him up and prevented any kind of rallying point, you know, kind of martyrdom. Because, I mean, you know, we used to trade in religious relics, which would be the bones of the saints. And so how cool would it have been to have Rasputin's bones? Motherfuckers used to sew his fingernail clippings into their clothing and collect his hair and little fucking bullshit, any bullshit from him in life. They would have definitely worshipped his shit. People today visit, some amateur historians have like a memorial marker nearby where he would have died. They believe that it was in that location. It's close to where he was buried. It's not exactly, but people go there. And today, cry and revere him and visit him. Well, they also visit something else, too. Oh, they yeah. t- <laughs> certainly do. Coming up next. Tell us, Brittany. <laughs> the penis. I think, I think Joe's got it. Oh, of yeah. Rasputin. You got to say that in Russian. Dark histories, true crime for mature audiences. You're listening to us, motherfucker. You're listening to us. To Grim. Just visit Patreon.com. Grim Philly. Patreon.com backslash Grim Philly for your kind, kind support and to be a friend. Patreon.com backslash Grim Philly.